Halo semuanya, welcome to another episode of Podcast Mantul where we discuss the opinion, th- opinions, thoughts, perspectives of the Indonesian community right here in East Lansing. As always, I am your lead host Andika Diantoro and joining us today uh, is two guests. Uh, f- our first guest, uh, she is a graduate student studying sustainable tourism. Is correct. that correct? Yeah. Uh, Astri, welcome to the show. Hello! Hi everyone! Thank you for inviting me, Andika. Uh, and our second guest, uh, she is an undergraduate sophomore of, uh, for studying environmental studies. Environmental yeah. studies. Uh, Ella, welcome to the show. Thank you guys! Hello! Uh, for, to, for this episode, we are going to discuss Um, Kartini Day and before I go any further uh, we have also uh, in the studio right here now uh, one of our co-hosts but you'll be in the background uh, Febri, how are you doing today? Hello, hi, I'm in the background I'm doing technical stuff for today (laughs) and also we have Astri's husband Ryan in the background (laughs) Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh (laughs) (laughs) He's going to preach. Thank you for, for inviting us. Well, it, as I said before, today's episode uh, is going to be about uh, Kartini Day or as recognized uh, in Indonesia as uh, our Women's Day, you know, where we celebrate the empowerment and also women's achievements of in the country. And a bit of background on uh, Kartini Day or as, as we like to call it, Hari Kartini. Uh, it's usually on the 21st of April and it's used to commemorate or celebrate the birth of it can be said our mother of the country, Raden Ajeng Kartini. Uh, and she is or was a symbol, you know, of gender equality, especially through uh, the Dutch colonial era before we were independent back in 1945. And I want to hit uh, some some of our two of our guests here with uh some questions first i'll go i'll pick on you first astri okay uh i want to know uh what your opinion is on how women are represented over time because you know we have the old school myth about uh you know back then women were just you know uh people who are in the house we just look after their children and uh cook the food, uh, take care of the husband, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. I want to know what uh, you think about this and how does it change today? Mm, okay. Um, so for me, exactly just like what you said, uh, in the past, women was represented as just taking care of all of domestic roles, such as um, taking care of husband, taking care of, ch- taking care of children, and also every household task like kitchen um doing some stuff in the kitchen and also um, what a serving husband in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, all of the household tasks like that. And and women is expected to to do that. And it's not only the, it's not their choice, but it's like the society expected them to do so. And um, you know, like in the past, if you are born as a woman and if you, if people find out that you born with and not <laughs> and people always just like would um designate you oh you because you're a woman you have to go this way so your path is designated by the society and you really have no um no choice i think that's that's what women in the past but right now it's totally different um 
it's such a privilege and it's also because like women in the past have fought for have fight for us and yeah right now we are we have choice to even marry somebody that is based on our choice again like in the past even women couldn't uh choose who would be his husband could be her husband so you're saying that arranged marriage was a custom thing back in the past is it exactly yeah and because like your father would choose for you and you're gonna and even in a cartoonist case like um she married somebody that she didn't know about and it was oh her yeah yeah choice. um so yeah like even such basic things like you, you didn't really have a choice and um, but right now it's that basic things we have choice and uh we get uh, to be educated as well, it's and it's being increasingly recognized that education is your right, and you are also a, a human uh, as equal as um, as men. So yeah, it's it's changing. It makes progress. Hmm. How about you, Ella? What do you think about uh, you know how uh, the ro- like the percent how women are like over time? Oh well, my thoughts are pretty much the same as um, Astrid. Mm-hmm. So women in the past are rarely appreciated. So uh, a lot of them, their voice are like, jarang didengar suaranya. No, the, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. it's quite silent, yeah. And um, well, right now we have like a lot of women leaders mm. like um Susie Susanti oh yes <laughs> women like them are really um really motivating us as a young uh, Indonesian girl mm. so okay it's really interesting that you say that because um my mom is a working woman in STEM mm. and the thing that I learned from her the most is that she normalized to me from when I was a kid that girls can do stuff guys do. Mm, so, you know, yeah. back then I didn't really think of a woman as, you know, someone who was sub- subordinate to a guy mm. or at least in in a way serves as at the pleasure of the guy, excuse me. Uh so I, that's what you what you guys said just now this really kind of connects to my personal experience but yeah. again i want to ask you guys this uh, i'll go back to you again asri mm-hmm. um you you said that you know it changes over time mm-hmm. and um what do you think about you know women who have achieved so much because throughout history and even now we're in the 2020s yeah um there are a lot of females who achieve like for example first this first that even here in america mm. we have our first female vice president for instance mm-hmm. what do you think about the achievements of those women in particular like because for me personally i think they're breaking barriers exactly what mm-hmm. do you think about that yeah it, it's a very remarkable exp- uh, remarkable achievement especially if you're a woman um let me put my personal experience okay um i think i grew up also in the kind of patriarchal environment Mm -hmm. where you know i was like the smartest girl in the room the smartest girl in the whole family and i was so ambitious at the time Uh, but then um i guess uh in the society that i grew up in like they always told me that i had i had to tame my ambitious down a little bit because it would be too intimidating for men and sometimes like um you know because i was Oh, they, they would focus on criticizing, you know, because I, I couldn't behave in a feminine way. Like, 
<laughs> you like um what what's the example um yeah i i didn't have an interest in cooking for example i, I because i love learning so much and i i didn't like um i i couldn't wear a skirt i couldn't uh you know i couldn't really take care of babies i mean i was a kid and i was criticized that way and it mm. was it was really hard to uh to know that to listen to that kind of narratives almost uh, mm -hmm. on a daily basis and it was really hard like um it, you know like in in most cases i was like internalized that and it made me believe that oh maybe i was wrong to do this maybe this is actually wrong and you you you're like constantly think about that and but yeah i face fast forward right now um i'm glad that i didn't really listen to them and um, yeah, I, I choose to study and I now study abroad for master's degree mm. using assistantship. Like in my, for my family standard, it is actually a thing okay. because I'm the only uh, girl in the family, actually not only girl, the only person in the fa whole big family that finally goes study abroad in the US. Mm. So yeah, even to break that barrier, perhaps for some people it is so common, but for me, it was really hard because I was, you know, it was like almost what is ate me up? Is that the word? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like mentally difficult. But the the thing the thing I find that like really interesting is that of course, as you said, you know, you were ambitious and you mm -hmm. know, uh, you wanted to like, I want to use the phrase pushing through a wall because mm -hmm. you know you said you were the first in your family. Doesn't that give you strength to like, okay, um, now now I can do this, like. I'm not saying like you, you go against your family in the sake of oh I am the right one, but the strength in the sense of wow I believe in myself because you know as you mm -hmm. said you know it kind of ate you up mentally. Yeah. Would you agree that 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 does give you strength like yeah. the fact that you're not breaking barriers? Yes, yes, it it gave me so much strength. Um, yeah, because yeah, in a way it's also kind of privilege because like uh, because you know that it's it's much harder for you to to climb a stair so like um so yeah and because it, it's much harder and then once you get to the point like you are much stronger and and yeah everybody's actually can be stronger um, than they think uh, than they think they are but unfortunately that's not always the case for anyone but i guess i probably um have a privilege in some cases maybe like in for example like i have a husband that also supports me um uh that yeah like and we also like share the <laughs> <laughs> i want to mention like, his name when you say that <laughs> it's like if i for example i have a husband that you know like uh strengthen that kind of narrative I, I i'm not sure if i would be able to be here like because uh so it's um yeah, it's it's uh, uh, there is a point of strength. There is also a point of privilege, and which I acknowledge that perhaps some people wouldn't have that. Perhaps some people would just choose that. Oh, maybe I'm just gonna burn my dream, and because that's what people told me, and yeah, and it happened to some some people as well. So yeah, it can be both. But what amazes me, you know, I mean. I, I really respected the fact that you know you're studying abroad and you're doing masters even some something something that you know that is not common when we think of an old school mindset of how women are but I'm I'm, I'm amazed that you you have the drive to break the barrier so I want to turn to you now Ella uh, okay. do you have any uh, like 
personal stories about how you know uh, you were treated or uh, your history of you know I guess I can say pushing through well I have this one experience um, when I was uh, on a holiday with my uh, family me and my parents we were like um, we were having a trouble finding a seat in the airplane right so mm-hmm. uh, my father told the um, the the staff mm-hmm. who works in the airport mm-hmm. um, he told uh, them to because my father is has uh, like a samurai disability or samurai in in her his leg yeah he um, has some trouble with his leg yeah, let's yeah, just put it that way <laughs> so he needs to uh, find a seat with a big, a greater space, right? Yeah. So he asked the staff to sit in the emergency seat. Mm-hmm. And apparently, me and my father are the one who don't have a seat. And then, uh, so the the uh, the primary... Yeah, the, the stewardess, yeah. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the stewardess. Uh, told my father that, um, oh, your daughter can... Uh, can cannot sit in the emergency seat because he's a girl. Mm. So I was like in an airplane, and this is the yeah. first time. This is the first time I've heard the discrimination in yeah, the airplane. Yeah, so I was like, what's wrong with me sitting in in the airplane uh, uh-huh. in the, in the emergency seat, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then the 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 uh, the prim- the stewardess, yeah, the stewardess, uh, <laughs> the stewardess told um, my father because she is not um, a boy she wouldn't able to be open the emergency door what? so I was like what is wrong with you guys nowadays with you guys people nowadays so, you, so you're seeing that if, correct me if I'm wrong but it, it seems like the stewardess didn't believe that you were you were not strong enough yeah. to pull the emergency yes. door yes but this th- I was so upset that back then. Wow, this. Well, I w- I just want to say thank you for sharing it because I didn't know yeah. that mm-hmm. things like this happen in airplane. Because usually when we hear yeah. gender discrimination, it's usually like, for example, in social media, for instance, mm-hmm. like you know people post or reply uh, a comment about you or something, or mm-hmm. maybe even in the streets, like um, yeah, street harassment. I know, like, because we see like in on the streets, you know, there's raping and stuff or mm-hmm. maybe even some things like for example a woman walks down the street and the guy cat calls them for instance yep. but uh i didn't i didn't i'm sorry i'm still processing what you just told me yeah. because this is the first time i've heard something like <laughs> yeah. this but i want to you know shift to like the i don't want to put it uh, in a negative part of this the story but i want to shift to you know how you guys dealt with uh, the resistance, if I may put it that way. Because uh, I'm turning back to you again now, Astrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you said uh, that you have experience of, you know, being told that, oh, you can't do this, you mm-hmm. can't do that, and it mentally ate you up. Would it, how are you able to, like, sort of deal with it? Because I imagine it's not that easy to deal with it, especially... Uh, with that criticism, those comments coming mm-hmm. from your own family. Mm-hmm. So how did you, you know, deal with it? Hmm. It's a very good question and also difficult to answer. Um, because partly, yeah, like it, it, it does, af- it did affect my mental health to a certain extent. Uh, but I guess it was because my 
my love of learning and also my ambitions are much bigger than what that than those narratives and i think that's what really helps me a lot go, uh, to go through that experiences because um like i don't know i just believe that for example i one of the reasons that i wanted to study abroad uh, at that time was because i want to travel the world and to see how the world looks like and the things like that. And also I love Nagio, I remember I love Nagio. And <laughs> you know, even like reading maps or Atlas. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah or like spinning the globe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it's gonna be super fun if I could do that. And I think my ambitions are much bigger than that. And I decided to just, um, don't didn't really listen and just focus on what i can do what i can did at that point so yeah learning and studying was the, the thing that i could do um reading um studying days and night uh even though those people told me that i couldn't do that yeah just like silently do that because um yeah until until you finally made it because by the end of the day if you finally get to that point people would just like uh you know people would just w wouldn't look down to you anymore because like oh apparently yeah. you can do it it's good and once you get success sometimes those people who criticized you at that time would come to you and you know sometimes like claim your success to your people but i mean so like uh but, well that's not really the point but but again it's um sometimes like people who talk negatively about you sometimes it doesn't really tell something about you but it tells it reflects who they are as opposed mm. to who you are so really just you have to be really really strong to not listen to that and keep going it seems like you have a noise filter in your ear like the hate is all outside <laughs> and all the positivity and the strength is kept within <laughs> yes yeah exactly. but now i want to turn to you again here ella um mm -hmm. like um astri said that you know she uh kind of dealt with it uh you know with the criticism of like you know filtering out the hate and everything yeah. i want to come back to the story that you told about the thing in the airplane like what okay. what, what I know you were upset, but you know, how did you then further deal with it? I mean, it's not like you were kicked out of the plane, right? No. Um, so I was just um, pick another seat. I was just pick another um, chair in the airplane. And yeah, so just my father sit in the emergency seat. Okay. That's so I mean, it, it, it was kind of a level-headed kind of thing, yeah. So, but mm -hmm. by, by the sense of okay, I'm gonna let this go, and but you know, it it, yeah, it, it happened. It happened, mm -hmm. yeah. So you dealt it in a in a in a calm way. Yeah. I I, 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 I like I like the yeah. you know the, the the difference between how it's dealt, but mm -hmm. you know, then again, you know, there are different ways of dealing with certain situations. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, now I want to get to, you know, uh, the kind of the personality of who you guys are. And I'm going to start with you here, Ella, again. Okay. Um, you know, who was the person that influenced, in particularly, uh, which female, like, role model do you have, like, in your life? Like, who raised you? Is it your mother or is it someone else or who was it for you? Well, majorly, it it is my mother. Mm -hmm. uh, but... I was inspired 
by a lot of women like um Susie Susanti. Okay. <laughs> I really I really love the way she thinks. Mm-hmm. Um and then I really love there's this um historic female in in the past called Henrietta Bells West. Mm-hmm. So she was actually the first woman who won um he was uh, she was actually the African American woman mm-hmm. who won the debate team on Harvard University. I was like Yeah. That was so crazy. There's a lot of women that I really inspired, but most of them are my mom mm-hmm. and Susie Susanti. Yeah. Okay. And if I may ask a bit further, like, because um, what what did your mom? Do you have any like uh, standout examples of what your mom did to influence your personality? Like, for example, she taught you a certain value, or you know, she taught you a certain habit that will get you through life. What, what, what yeah. was it? So, um, my mom was a um, uh, she was a working mom. Back then, we were really having a, a hard time because my mother and my father doesn't re- don't really um, have a good relationship. So, my mother uh, she struggles to uh, find her own way to make living for her children, mm. and then so that's why uh, I really I really see that her struggle and her all of the things that she've been through mm-hmm. so i was like she is she is so strong and she don't really even um uh, talk about the the struggle that she mm-hmm. went through so i was like that was really uh good doesn't that make oh, you proud as her daughter so yes strong, really yeah. because you know i imagine you know it's It's not that easy. Plus, she got to raise children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having, making a living for you guys in, mm-hmm. in particular. And also, she, it, at times, maybe she doesn't really, like, as you say, she doesn't really, like, talk about it or maybe complain about it. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, that has to, like, have some level of respect to it. Yeah. And now I want to turn uh, to you now, Astri. Um, mm. Do you have any, like, specific uh, women characters who shaped your personality, who, who you are today, and, you know, kind of, like, uh, fueled your ambition or your drive or probably support you as, you know, you go through life and all of this. Mm. A female role model? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yes, I would also say my mom primarily as well because she was also a working a working mom. Um, she had to work more than nine to five sometimes to make a living uh, to help uh, my father um earn some income and also i guess the other thing is that how to say it? but you know like sometimes like as a working mom it's it can be difficult because not only you have to work but you also have these certain obligations about house, household yeah. tasks because yeah. again the mind the 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 what is it the pembagian kerja between husband and wife didn't the, really the change even tasks, though yeah. yeah even though my mom started working so uh, as a result my mom had to also taking care of the children everybody and also taking care of cleaning and blah 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 and also work uh, which is my my father also works so like uh, it has this in 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 inequitable uh, division of task yeah So like she's really strong like being having 
um, able to work both tasks because, you know, I was, I was um, a housewife for nine months after getting married to Ryan. And I know <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was my first time trying like cooking, cleaning, every uh, everything. And it was actually really difficult. Like, even though it looks easy, it, it's really tedious and it's just never ending it. And, yeah. and I was like, oh, how come my mom doing that and also taking care of children and also working at the same time? Like, she's super strong. And of course, she is the big inspiration to me. And what's really the, the kind of value that uh, she always told me is that don't be too dependent on other people and also to to even your husband because you never know what kind of husband that you're gonna get yeah. um and and again uh which is so true nowadays you know like if sometimes if i found like social media and if it talks about kdrt issue mm. and most violence of the, at home yeah, yeah and most of the time like we, we uh, people ask why don't you just get divorced and sometimes the the women just said yeah i couldn't because i'm financially financially dependent on my husband and we're yeah. just being too dependent so like yeah that's that's really what my mother told me like oh if you if the conditions enabling you to work or to gain some money yeah do that because it makes you less dependent on others <laughs> so yeah I find it very, very interesting that, yeah, uh, that you, you, you can relate to my mom can relate <laughs> me to too. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I find it really interesting that uh, I, 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 I didn't know that you uh, like was uh, kind of a housewife for for nine months uh, because no, yeah. <laughs> because I mean uh, I mean for all I know that. Uh, Personally, when I knew you back then, I mean, you you were you know accompanying him and everything, and then you start your studies and everything. But I I never really talked about uh, how it was uh, you know you you know helping uh, to clean the house and everything. Because mm-hmm. the the thing that you said that to me, because my mom always says to me, she said, "Son, being a mom is not easy. First mm-hmm. of all, I gotta get I gotta give life to you." Uh, that's what she says this is a true statement this is a true statement I gave life to you I gotta hold the house down and I and I gotta take you guys to school and I gotta make you guys food every now and then Mm -hmm. so you know that's that's why I say my mom teaches me you know to be uh, kind of sort of considerate you know towards women and um, funny funnily enough there was a time where I underestimated. Uh, I, I'm just being honest here. I, I underestimated, you know, cleaning the house and the everything. And then task, yeah. she she kind of grounded me to do chores, <laughs> and I learned my lesson and never spoke. Ab- <laughs> I never spoke back like about chores or ever again. <laughs> so I I find it I find it very very you know <laughs> very very interesting uh, to you know. Course is course is hard. I love course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm. I'm just you know. Uh, remembering back what she says to me and you know it's 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 not hard. Plus you know she's a working mom. Mm-hmm. She once said to me, and on top of that, I gotta make money for everybody. <laughs> you know she gotta pay, she gotta help pay my school. She gotta help uh, pay uh, the. The, the bills and everything, you know, she got to, um, you know, buy groceries, you know, those typical things that, you know, that need budgeting. Mm. But, you know, I want to get into uh, the how this 
sort of like the men supporting women kind of thing yeah and then i want to uh talk uh as hit you as three with this you said that you know uh you're the fact that you know you're able to, you know, to go everything through in life is because you know you have a loving and supporting husband who is here in the background <laughs> here with us uh, <laughs> so you know i want to ask you know uh how, first of all uh, what how do you think you know the men should uh, support the women because you know we we hear a lot these days about criticism from men you know, they say oh you're just a girl you don't know anything oh you're uh what what do you know or something along those lines i want to get you know your um opinion mm -hmm. on how men should support women well generally speaking uh be respectful and see us yep. as a human being just like men uh who has you know, who can speak up, who can speak for herself, who can um, take care of herself mm -hmm. and, and has, you know, ideas and everything like that. Uh, and and that's, um, I guess that's the, that's actually the very basic one that men can do, you know, because like sometimes most of, actually most of the times, women were always being, rep, uh, being represented by men mm -hmm. and, and, you know and so i think the basic thing is that like you have to let the women speak for herself like what they want what they need and involve her in making decision in terms of household in the community or in in the country because uh, it it's going to make the policies the decision that we're going to make it's going to match with what women needs and that's a very important part and and the other thing that's not really basic that you also have to do is that um, stand up if you if you find women who face discriminations, for example, mm. in terms of verbally or in terms of street harassment, for example, and help her to provide and help um, her to get like a safe space everywhere because discrimination for women could happen everywhere. And so we really need to, women really need support for mm. men, definitely. The interesting thing that you say that because it seems like it's so complicated these days like things that you say are really really basic like for example you know stand up for her mm -hmm. uh, respect her be considerate mm -hmm. and everything yet it seems like in particular the guys uh yeah uh, as we see in some examples these days like yet they choose to do the other look the other way yeah like do you think that you know um in in this sort of sense um ego is in the way you know how, what do you think mm. about it yeah it's an interesting question i think it's more like because you think highly of yourself just because you're a man and you think like you have more power over women over the other so um and which is going to be different like if you see women as a human being who also have aspirations and everything you will also respect them as you respect other men and i think it's more like uh like power and that is also influenced by cultural like the patriarchy and also because again like in the past uh like men has uh, has the power over women like men decides everything for women and 
And so, yeah, we, we do make a progress, but we still have that kind of culture that we need still make a progress. So it's a cultural, I think, first and um, don't see women as a human being or yeah. Mm. I want to uh, get back to you, Asi, uh, but I want to turn to Ella for a bit here first. So, you, you know, uh, same question as I asked Astrid, mm-hmm. like, how do you think uh, men should support women, uh, especially in today's society? Well, it more like it goes hand in hand mm. because when you want to building a household, a, a little family, It's not that just uh, a woman, a wife should um, serve her has, uh, has husband, mm. but uh, it kind of goes in both ways mm-hmm. because, you know, nowadays women, a lot of women are working also. So if, so I see, I see that like if, if a woman uh, tired from getting back to their work, The husband should uh, like Help helping mm-hmm. the woman preparing the dinner, for example, or um, do the chores, something mm-hmm. like that. You can't um, expect woman to be uh, there around the, uh, the house and do all of the things. So yeah, yeah, I think as so- a married. Go, women, go I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, w- funny you said it because what what I'm what I what I want I want to ask you about that in a bit. But you know I um you know I kind of find find it you know agreeable in a sense that regardless you know if you're married or maybe just close friends or whatever it is a relationship maybe even colleagues like the mutualism is always in effect. Like it doesn't it's not just one sided. You know. Yeah. Moreover, if it's just one-sided, you know, things might even go south, mm-hmm. which is why I uh, I find it agreeable. But I want to turn back to you again, Asri. Um, and maybe Ryan, you can chime in with this too. Um, how do you? What did I want to ask? All right. Um, how is he supporting you specifically? Like, does you know? Uh, do you like, for example? Does was is he there for you like when you're having a bad time, <laughs> or is is he your sort of personal cheerleader per se? Like, could you tell us more? Oh yeah, he's a really supporting husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, first of all, in terms of ambitions, he's really supportive, and he always asks me what I want in life, what's my aspirations, and you know, try to make like align his aspiration and mine. So it's always equal in terms of decision-making and everything. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, in terms of household, Ryan cooks sometimes better than oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe uh, course. Uh, he's course, making yeah. a progress basically because, well, <laughs> you, um, because like, I have to say, Yeah, like sometimes like we kind of like fighting because of like, hey, I'm so tired and please help me, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and and Ryan then uh, understand, oh, yeah, maybe I should help you. So, yeah, he really makes a progress, uh, but also I'm kind of like empathy to Ryan because and again, because it's 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 a cultural like um, 
that you know men didn't really raise uh to to do these things mm. and uh, like it's a patriarchy culture so like uh you sometimes like i just you know i didn't really put this standard you have to be really this clean and it's gonna be too strict and i just like um kind of teach him a bit a little bit um and yeah he's he's really good at doing course and cleaning and cooking right now and he's it's been really helpful and what's more important is that ryan is so open-minded like if i complain uh. something he would be like open and uh you know like two ways discussion and okay like something it's very interesting that you know the, the 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 point that i'm getting you know from your conversation is that from from your statements is that it seems like you guys kind of grow together, you know. Yeah. As you say, you know, you you try to align your ambitions with one another. Um, he's making progress in chores, <laughs> all those kind of things. Ryan, would you like to say, you know, some things or uh, several words about how you support us at home, or maybe some words? Oh, thank you, Andika for uh, the opportunity. Oh, thank you, Astri, for the kind words. <laughs> do, do you want some boba after this, or? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just kidding uh, but i'll buy you boba for sure so uh well the the main thing i think astri touched upon was uh, is communicate within each other i think maybe it's not common for uh men to lower their ego and ask like what can i help and what what do you want in in a relationship per se so uh yeah, I think for me, uh, I try to be uh, as best as I can to learn what uh, she wants from me, what the demand in the relationship and what I need to provide as well. Because I know in a traditional relationship, uh, men tends to be the breadwinner that works really hard and then uh, he, he comes home and he doesn't have any time to do chores and, and whatnot, right? So... But as time progresses and now we are in this era and we hear a lot of like from the uh, from the speakers, they tell their mom's uh, experience as a working mother. And I think uh, the standard needs to change like it, it cannot be like that anymore. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just speaking based on experience. So communicate better to your wife, to your spouses, to your mom as well. Uh, as a, as a man, you you need to help out uh, with the housekeeping and yeah, uh, be be present, be present with with your re relationships. So. Yeah. I am so moved by this. <laughs> Do you want to be well, Andika? Well, I mean, you know. I couldn't say no. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, thank you, thank you. But, you know, then again, uh, basically, you know, the communication is very vital. As Ryan said, you know, uh, the presence of like, I'm not talking about like presence and like power of presence, but, you know, mm -hmm. just the fact that, you know, you're there for your wife, you know, really can change a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, I want to shift uh, to another uh side of the topic so you know we in uh, through our country you know we've seen many uh females or women who uh, achieve so much in their own respective field like i know ella has mentioned susi susanti so many times <laughs> yeah. uh and i also respected her uh because you know 
she was just really really brave and so passionate about you know fisheries and wildlife which uh unfortunately sometimes uh is not that common in in at least in the, in the political scene nowadays um and um we see many uh badminton yeah and i was talking about uh, the 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 minister well, what was her name uh, Susi Pujiasti i swear to god i'm i i'm reading i'm reading i'm reading the the cue cards and they're all messed up but in but anyways yeah back then again to the topic like now we've shifted to like Susie Susanti for instance you know she uh achieved so much in her badminton career you know she was uh pre- she presented Indonesia with the first gold medal in the Olympics in 1992 and then we moved back to the political scene you know we had uh Sri Mulyani um you know who I've heard from some people and this is a true thing they say she is the mother of economics from our country mm-hmm. uh you know I just want to ask you guys uh, I'll hit Ella first with this uh what do you think about the women in that, particularly from our country who achieve these things like are you inspired by them uh do you uh support them what what do you feel about it yeah I support them because you know you guys must be know that in Indonesia it's hard for women to um achieve what they want mm. because like we're still developing country mm-hmm. and so the people are like uh not really open minded not all of the people in our country are really open minded so um for example Susi Susanti right um it is hard for her to compete with uh, a lot of outstanding women out there and being uh, the winner of the world championship and all of that mm. that is really a struggle right there for uh for her because um me i was i was um an athlete back then in my high school oh what sport did you play basketball okay <laughs> We have ballers in the house. <laughs> so, go um, on. So yeah, I uh at that time when I was in high school, I also faced a lot of um discrimination oh. because uh when I want to play with uh with other men with my mm. friends who was typically majority men. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of uh my friends are saying like, "Oh, you're not that good at basketball." Mm. So don't even think to play with uh, us okay. the men so i was like at that time i was i don't really feel sad or like um down about myself but i was uh itu justru memacu oh it it kind of motivates you uh, to motivates me yeah. it motivates me to become a better player who mm. able to play with uh my other men yeah. uh, my friends <laughs> who is male Did so, you end up beating them? Yes. <laughs> I thought I was um there's this one guy that really thinks I I can't really uh do some tricks in basketball and I proved to him that I did that in front of his face and he was like okay 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 <laughs> you you're you're basically uh good at basketball 
I mean, I was good at basketball since I was born. <laughs> Because that's the things that I was really interested in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was pretty um, pede about that. Oh, confident. Oh, yeah. Confident. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna laugh oh, so man. hard if he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, you know, it's. I find it really interesting that you know you project strength you know after you've been talked down you know being told that oh, what are, what good are you you know you, yeah you, you can't play with us mm-hmm, all, the, all mm-hmm. those kind of things but you know i find it really really cool that you know you find the strength and also in the process gain respect yeah, because yeah, yeah. it seems like after you beat this guy he can't do anything <laughs> <laughs> exactly which is actually also happened to me like about that uh touch again your prior question about How do you? Does that make you stronger than before? Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. discrimination. Yeah, I think I also use that, like, uh, use that anger as a motivation yes. to to make a progress for yourself. Mm-hmm. And because, like, if you follow what they say, I think you are you lost. And yeah. but if you prove that they're wrong, you are the winner. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanna. Hit you actually with the same question I asked Ella earlier. Uh, what do you feel about you know the women who have done so much for our country, uh, you know, in their respective fields? Like, do you have a particular female character from our country that hmm. uh, I shouldn't use the word here, female uh, in our country who you know stands out to you or you know resonates to you? Like, what are your thoughts about that? Hmm. I would say. Uh, I like Najwa Shihab. Oh, oh the journalist! Oh, oh my God! Doesn't she ask really sharp questions? Yeah, exactly. That's what I like about her. Like she, well, she faced politicians, like yeah. which is well a difficult creature to face with sometimes, right? And particularly <laughs> being a woman who faces men. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, men stuff or men politicians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and. She just like strive to. Uh, she she doesn't afraid to ask difficult questions. She would strive to find she answers. She doesn't hold back. Yeah, exactly. Like she's really brave and she doesn't afraid to speak up. Speak up her mind or like defend public interest as opposed to some people's interest. And yeah, uh, she's a very role model model for every everyone. I, I believe. Yeah, she's great. Okay. And uh, I want to get to uh, sort of like the encouraging part of our episode here. Uh, I'll start with you, Ella. Like, do you have any sort of motivational words, you know, for the uh, the, uh, the particularly for the female audience who are listening uh, to this episode? Know your worth. so that was the that is the basic things Uh, I think that is really important for all of the women because um, that's really good steps for you to um, step forward to um, take another uh, things that you want to do in life Mm. because you know your word Mm -hmm. so that's yeah I think that's it Okay, and it's a very, very, you know, 
sharp thought because you know uh some people are you know sometimes focus on like oh like i can do this and stuff but again really encouraging words how about from you astri like uh do you have any encouraging or motivational words mm. uh, from our for our female audience particularly who are listening to this episode i think for me is that you have to be really 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 strong um like you have to be able to speak what's on your mind and don't let other people define who you are or who you should be yes uh so yeah like uh and yeah (laughs) so that's why i um i say be really 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 strong because it's really hard actually like Mm -hmm. to to really define who you are uh, amidst when when the society tell you like have assigned you a, a specific role or something um and i guess also at what cartini have said um like you know she was pingit dipingit like she secluded mm-hmm. uh, at the age of 12 because because that was the cultural back then and she said that she was kind of like just stay at home at the age of 12 until uh men come to her to get to ask her to marry him um but then she said uh yeah you may be kind of jailed your body may be constrained but your mind is not so yep. your mind is the most powerful tool in the world so don't let pe- other people control you and have a power over your mind oh that's our, those are very very strong words and now it is time for pojo kepo and pojo kepo as a reminder to our audience that we take questions uh, from our Instagram story and also thank you to those who sent in the questions and uh, we will start uh, answering them. And the first question is from Emily Bivard. Uh, she asks, who are some of the Indonesian women you look up to and are celebrating? I'll start with uh, Sri Mulyani because uh, she is, um, first of all, she she's running uh the economic division of our country and she does it really really well and really really graciously and i find that to be a very distinct attribute of her to be you know looked up to and picked up by others how about you guys mm. yes. <laughs> so thank you mm. or maybe ryan would you like to chime into the answer uh wh- what was the question <laughs> uh so Who are some of the Indonesian women you look up to and are celebrating? Um, I would say uh, <laughs> Bususi, Bususi Pujiastuti. As a minister, she did a really awesome job back then. Uh, unfortunately, she didn't serve uh, again now, but I think she left a good legacy for women to be a strong woman in the field that is really tough as a Marine minister. And also she inspired a lot of people uh, Uh, at that field as well so yeah 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 i think so and she doesn't uh, she's not afraid to be herself i think right 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 she's, precisely she's so yeah. strong yep. and she also fights a really really tough criticism at least back in her times of service you yeah. Know? yeah people yeah. saying everything True. on social media and whatnot but you know a good female icon to look up to mm-hmm. how about you Ella? do you have any uh distinct indonesian women you look up to i think it's pretty much the same to see susanti mm. Mm. It's hard for women to um, uh, go in a sport world mm. and beat 
the other in particular because you know back in the day badminton was still mountain oriented you know she was also breaking barriers back then Mm -hmm. so let's move on to the next question our next question is from Wina Melinda Uh, she asks in your opinion how did Kartini inspire women in this era well she asked two questions and the second question that she asked was what was her idea about women's role in society I would say to start off the answer to this question she kind of portrayed the fighting spirit of a human being Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is also represented in you actually very interestingly because you know you had the drive and the ambition mm-hmm. to sort of you know know the world, know the world, mm-hmm. learn a lot, yeah. which is I find is a very good attribute. And also for you, uh, you know, you you're really passionate about basketball. You know, born <laughs> yeah. a baller, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's how I feel about it. And in terms of her idea, I think she wants to set like the scales to be that levelly balanced with between men and women because mm-hmm. you know her thing is uh let's give everybody a chance regardless of gender mm-hmm. what do you guys how would you guys answer this these two questions oh yeah um i would say like growing up what's interesting is that like i think the the spirit of kartini has been kind of like reduced to just you know celebrating with festival kebaya and everything but mm. actually it's very deep like what what he, what she's what she did and what uh, what her ambitions and i think uh the the focus should be about like uh her ideas about uh women's right to education like that uh that the education is not supposed to be just for men but also it's uh it's women it's a human right and everybody has mm-hmm. to have an equal right to get that and and also to get uh, to get uh, educated and also i guess what's interesting about kartini is that she she opened a school right and went yeah, 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 her yeah. father's mm-hmm. house in her house um invited uh, many uh, female and some of them were also like a poor female so she she really not only care about her ambitions but also care about women like in general like uh like all of us should um uh, strive right um so like uh she contributed something to uh, the community and that's also kind of the spirit that we have to um know and understand uh, well, how about you, Ella? Uh, what, how would you answer the question uh, that was asked? Well, um, I think Kartini wants a woman and the men have the same thoughts about uh, the world. So, I mean, the mindset, it should be balanced mm-hmm. between the, wo- the man and the woman. That was the main, the main thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Equal rights. Equal and... yeah. Let's move on to the next question. This next question is from Nulu Anjanet. And this is a really lengthy question, but I'm going to read it anyways. Uh, So her question is, Kartini's legacy has remained strong till this day as Indonesian women are still trying to make their way through a male-dominated society. It has taken hundreds of years to reach the point where Indonesian women are today. However, the war for women's empowerment is not quite over. Uh, and the fight to create a country without injustice and discrimination continues. That being said, what can we do as students to increase the public's awareness regarding this topic? And honestly, I would start by answering by the fact that um, just trying to 
like the simple things to educate one another you know mm-hmm. like uh we can do this together regardless what gender or background you have mm-hmm. and also you know just continuing to have that conversation so that you know their minds are open basically yeah. uh what do you guys how do you guys would you answer how how would how would you guys answer this question yeah i think continue to educate each other is really is the most important part because i don't think that even many people actually aware of this issue about women uh about inequality uh about women uh, in general like for example even in terms of education i just saw like a data say that um, most average women just go to school for seven uh years which is which means that uh, women typically stop getting education at the age of 12 so it was like so those people know about that so those people know about that inequality so you know like uh, you so those uh so as a person who probably knows so we really need to educate people like be uh what is it basic be noisy mm, yeah. about this issue until continue the to spread the word yeah. yeah i think so that's the thing that we can how about you ella how would you answer this question uh i would say pretty much the same as astri said so but mostly um for us as a young people we have to uh, learn how to you know um respect each other in in our um society in our group mm-hmm. like listen to uh to your female friend when she mm-hmm. has a, an opinion about something oh that's very important yeah. <laughs> because there's a sometimes there's a lot of men that don't really listen to uh, their female mm-hmm. opinions about something so that should be really uh we have to be really aware yeah about that be respectful yeah, too. yeah. Be respectful interesting uh well the next question is from Fauzan pasaribu uh, he asked, and I'm gonna direct this uh, to uh, you, Astrid, and you, Ella, specifically. Uh, did you ever face any challenges because of your gender in college project? Like, for example, research project or anything? I, I think specific to, like, college projects, I, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't think I ever experienced Same. that. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, but... Um, I do have uh, experience, but this is out of topic, by the mm-hmm. way. Is go that ahead. okay? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So, um, I have, it's not really a challenge, a uh, gender challenge, but it's uh, discrimination because, mm-hmm. uh, so one day I was with my friends. We were, uh, we want to go to the college, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we want to um, crossing the street, yeah. Crossing the street, and then my my other friend, who is a boy, mm. um, they already uh, crossing the street before without us letting mm-hmm. uh, know so about left you that. Behind, yeah, mm. left us behind, and then um, on the other side of the streets, uh, he shout at us like. Boy, oh my God. Like, 
can you just uh, do you can uh, call us by our name mm. instead of saying that specific words yeah like I don't know uh, what his intentions to that word but I don't think that's funny at all mm-hmm. but my other friends they were like really uh, laughing at us mm-hmm. because we're so confused uh, but but I was really mad and pissed at 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 him. So yeah, that was really mm. uh, kind of out of topic. But I just want to share. Well, thank yeah, you for sharing that. Experience. And for those who uh, don't, uh, who are not Indonesian speakers, what what she meant to say was what what the insult was. That it's basically a, a gender discriminating insult. Yeah. Uh, yeah, slut shaming basically. Oh. Uh, and our last question. Uh, by the way, thank you oh, guys yeah. for the previous answers. And yeah. the last question is from. Oh, but Mich- can I add something? Oh yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> oh yeah, about that question, I, I mentioned that I never really faced an uh, a challenge, and I guess that's also because of my uh, major, who who uh, that is mainly women somehow. Oh, okay. Know, like, uh, urban planning, for example, like seventy percent of uh, of them was of of the students were women and also even right now sustainability is women and so perhaps like for some people who are uh, in engineering or other math like this very male dominated perhaps would be would have a different um uh experience so i know that would be interesting in the future yeah anyway and moving on to our last question this is from michelle teja uh, she asks, how do you commemorate Indonesian National Days abroad? Well, the simple answer to, to that is uh, get together for it. That we, we can use that as a reason to get together. Like, uh, And fun fact, for those of you who uh, are just listening into season two, we started Podcast Mantle in season one uh, by uh, having an episode on Batik Day. So that uh was sort of you know how we commemorate you know we get together we talk about it and you know we just share each other's perspectives about it so how 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 would you guys answer this question maybe ryan you can chime in well the the good thing about being an indonesian we have like a lot of uh, national days right national holidays Uh, you know lebaran uh, puasa and other days as well batik days uh, uh, cultural days hari what hari buru buru. yeah Yeah. Uh, a lot of things so i think the first thing that that's important is to recognize those days because sometimes when you're uh, far from indonesia you you kind of forgot uh, remembering that, uh, get, get together with your Indonesian friends, celebrate. I know for uh, uh, Independence Day in, on uh, August 17, there's a big gathering here in Michigan uh, the from uh, KJRI where we can gather together, eat some Indonesian food and uh, network between Indonesians. So yeah, that's, that's basically what we uh, did. All right. Well, thank you for for the answer. And that is our episode, everybody. So uh, for audience, thank you for listening to us for the past hour or so, uh, sharing our perspective on said topic. And uh, 
again thank you to uh, our guests Ella Astri and thank Ryan you, uh, thank you. for being here and thank sharing their experiences me. with us and also thank you to Febri who has been helping with the technical stuff in the background yeah. thank you Febri and also uh, again Uh, I would like to put a special thank you to the audience who have been following us all the way from season one. This is going to be our ninth episode. Uh, can't believe we got this far. And I want to say again another thank you to our audience who have been following us from the beginning. And on behalf of Permias MSU, uh, terima kasih. Thank you very much. And selamat hari Kartini. Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah.